Yes, welcome back at seven minutes past seven. Uh, multiple countries have introduced a flurry of new restrictions after China saw a surge of infections, uh, COVID infections. Several countries, including America, India and Japan, are now requiring negative pre-departure tests for those travelling from China. And epidemiologist Michael Baker is with me now. Good morning, Michael. So what do you make of the situation in China itself? Well, firstly, it's a humanitarian disaster in China. Uh, I mean, they're going to see a high proportion of their population infected over the next three months. Some estimates suggest there could be over a million deaths there. Uh, so I think it's a pretty grim situation at the moment. So that's the first issue. Um, the second issue is the likely consequences for New Zealand and I do think we should look at pre-departure testing of travellers from China. I think it is a sensible policy. What would the rationale for that be? Would it be the same as um, the USA, for instance, who they're concerned with the lack of transparency? Yes, look, um, I think that is a real problem that China is not reporting uh, data on its um, pandemic wave. I mean, we should be knowing about the number of cases and the number of deaths and the impact on the hospital system, and also their whole genome sequencing data about the nature of the subvariants that are circulating there. These are things that most countries in the world are reporting routinely, and China has more or less stopped reporting at the moment. And I think that does mean that many countries, I think in fact most countries are probably concerned that they don't know the, the level of risk within China and also for travellers coming from China. So it's, although obviously we've got our own cases, um, so from a numerical point of view, we are, we are still more likely to be exposed to other New Zealanders. Is the risk because of the new variants and just that, that we don't have the information we'd like? I think it, it will ultimately contribute to the number of cases in New Zealand. It's a fairly small contribution because, you know, as I think most people would, would understand looking at the numbers, we have something like 10,000 new infections a day in New Zealand. And the contribution of uh, imported cases now is quite small in New Zealand. Uh, that said, um, if we return to the kind of volumes of travellers from China that we saw pre-pandemic, and this is several hundred thousand mm. uh, tourists coming in a year, um, for the next few months, if we got back to those sort of um, numbers, which I'm not sure if we will, uh, they would start to make a a small contribution in New Zealand. But I think many people were, would be concerned if you have um, a large number of infected people getting on flights. Uh, this is many hours in, the, in an aircraft where a high proportion of people are infectious. That's actually quite a, a risk for other travellers and also the air crew. And it's a risk we can manage. And I think the approach that the US, as I understand it, is requiring is that people have departure testing in China. And it's worth remembering that uh, if you are traveling from New Zealand to China, China also requires pre-departure testing here. So I think it's a fairly reciprocal policy to do that. I mean, what I'm concerned about is that some countries are testing arrival, which I don't think is as useful as pre-departure testing. Uh, do you think we should be hearing a little more comment from at least the ministry, if not from the prime minister? I noticed Albanese's made a remark or, or two in Australia. What's, what's your take about the sort of the um, business-as-usual approach we've, it seems to be at the moment? Yeah, look, I'm sure the Ministry of Health will be looking at the, at the risk assessment here. I think in general we could take a more proactive approach in many aspects of our response. 
I think that uh, you know the general settings now, I think across the political spectrum, um, is that um, we've passed the worst with COVID-19, and we should, to some extent, ignore it and get on with our lives. And I have some sympathy for that view, but I do think there's a middle ground where we have sensible policies so we can get on with our lives. I think that's really important, but just manage the risk uh, using. I think carefully worked out approaches, and I think at the moment, while um, there's a very high proportion of um, people in China are now going to be infected in the next three months, it means that people getting on flights to to yeah. anywhere in the world from China have quite a high risk of being infected. This is perhaps over 10 percent. Yeah. I think once we get to a certain threshold, um, I think we should be requiring pre-departure testing. Excellent. Michael uh, Baker, thanks so much for your time. That's Michael Baker, epidemiologist. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.